What up, y'all? You're now listening to Infused Influence, where we're infused by weed culture, cannabis business, and its politics through conversations with special guests. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right. We are back with another episode of Infused Influence. And of course, we have a special guest. However, we're joined with our all-star, Ravon. What's up, Ravon? What's going on, young man? How are you today? Eight out of ten. How are you, sir? Yo, why? What's, tell me. Um, let's see. Today, well, there's a Celtics game going on tonight. Um, I want to say I got like a solid, solid night's sleep last night. Ooh. And there's like not much sun out there today. So this weather <laughs> is prime time. My it's friend. also like 50 degrees. Today. It's beautiful. I came in here no jacket, <laughs> just a t-shirt. I just had to wear a scarf to cover my head because I, I got no hat, no yeah. hood. But that's it. That's hilarious. My kid asked if he can wear shorts today. It's yeah. <laughs> there's still snow outside. I was like, what? No, dude. But you know, so that's the thing about weather. You got to factor in like how long you're going to be outside for yeah, like, yeah i love jackets and i hate jackets because you yeah. wear a jacket for two minutes you right. walk into a mall and now you, you gotta wear a jacket for three hours wedding you feel and me? now you have to carry it Ex- exactly <laughs> yeah. they don't got a coat check out the mall yeah. so yeah love yeah, this weather that's, Eight out of time. What's up. that's what's up bro so that's what's up and i wonder how our guest is feeling we should introduce yeah. our guest bro <laughs> She's like, what are you guys talking See, what about? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> so today we have a special guest with us. We have Zoe. Zoe. Last name that I didn't study prior to thinking of this. Um, <laughs> welcome to the show, Zoe. We're happy to have you here. Uh, we work with Zoe over at, Al- well, not over at Alpine IQ, but she is over at Alpine IQ, yeah. um, which is our CRM service for our customers. She's thank you for coming she, through today. She's a rep. What's up, Zoe? Hey, thank you. Of cool. course. We'll clap it up for you a little louder. <laughs> it's nice to hear your own voice, right? It's interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. I always thought I sounded like Mickey Mouse, but <laughs> here we are. No, you have a great radio voice. I mean, I thank God you said voice and not face, because that'd be... <laughs> <laughs> As you guys can see, she's got a very, very interesting and cool personality, which is why we asked her to come on the show. Now, radio face is actually a crazy insult to yeah. somebody. I'm going to start saying that. You've got a radio you face. Yeah, so you're supposed to say, what is it? Uh, you got the perfect face for radio. Yeah, that's that, That's how, wow, that's a great insult. Oh, my God. So, so how are you doing today, Zoe? I'm a little offended that you said an 8 out of 8, or 8 out of 10 knowing I'm here, but don't worry. Elisa <laughs> and I are going to make add those two and get you to that well, ten. there's an ongoing thing i don't know if you realize with rayvon but he said that the sun's not out so when the sun's mm-hmm. out he's actually higher when the sun is shining it's a beautiful day and it could be like 50 degrees 55 60 degrees he's like i'm a seven or a six and a half. i believe on one of your past uh yeah. podcasts you mentioned that the mayor controls the weather yeah yeah yo yeah 100 yeah the mayor somebody like above me is doing it you feel me it's definitely not that. have you you've met our mayor well <laughs> yes dude he does they, not they've got the, the ability to do that stuff i swear yeah. i swear it's like yo i want to go golfing today let me say it's gonna rain yeah. and make no one go to the golf course and then make it a sunny day like dude, that's psh. hilarious maybe at disney bro dog i'm telling you they control the weather i don't know exactly who that they is might it might be above the mayor you yeah. know what i'm saying Mayor um, Petty's man, bro. However, hey, hey, he does not control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, they, there's like there's a there's a legit like device. It's like a it's like a sphere. Um, I watched it once. In, I watched it once in a Disney movie with Brenda Song, and I know it's real. Um, so yeah, weather's controlled by people. I'm I'm so glad that you picked up on that, Zoe. Dude, um, it's great that she did because I don't even remember you ever saying. Oh, that. I remember it perfectly. I remember it so vividly. Uh, who who were we with? It was, it was with Julia. Like oh. yeah, no no yeah. The weather, 
Oh my god. Thing. So how do you, how do you feel about the weather today? I'll take it over the rain and snow. Uh, <laughs> it's been a very interesting last few months here in Massachusetts. Uh, I keep telling people my thighs, unfortunately, haven't seen the sun since we moved here. Because you're, you're what? My thighs. <laughs> yeah. Because it's been raining the whole summer. It's either super, super rainy and nasty or, like, yeah. way too hot to even go out there. There's been no in-between. That's hilarious. So you um, you did you did tell us that you're from New York. Mm -hmm. So tell us how you got to Massachusetts. And then what, what part of New York are you from again? So from Long Island. I was born and raised, actually, in Jamaica. Um birthplace of you know queen Nicki minaj um but you know being in new york lo what's so funny i love that uh, I, I love that reference best. I, i've never heard that reference on this show before Wait, yet i thought she was from she's from queens oh 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 yeah so it's not yeah no i know wait you said long island though so that's where i was raised oh. but i was born in jamaica oh. and well i guess for most of my life there too up yeah, until yeah. like fourth grade and then we moved over to long island with my parents oh uh, that yeah. makes that makes more do sense. you mean jamaica like th th this is an no, ignorant question jamaica. jamaica in new york or jamaica like the jamaica caribbean queens. no jamaica queens jamaica queens yeah, cool, it's cool. A, the original cool 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 it's that's a, fair yeah my, my sister's from uh, uh far rockaway Okay. So born and raised. So they're basically you have your boroughs, mm. and then within the boroughs you have your neighborhoods. So and then you right. have Long Island. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is true. It's just like the random, and then everything else is considered upstate. Makes sense. No, okay. don't say that. It's, it's a five boroughs. Then there's Long Island, and then the rest is considered upstate. No, Westchester is not considered upstate. Yonkers is not considered upstate. Well, I would consider Yonkers and Bronx. Okay. All right. I would consider that the Bronx right, area. Right. Right. And right. Then, but. Honestly, the rest, Westchester, I would consider that upstate. No. Westchester. It, to be like, fair, is it not north up the state? Upstate New York is like Buffalo. I, I consider <laughs> anything from Niagara Falls to Yonkers, like right above that Yonkers line, upstate. Are you, upstate. Are you following this? Um, to be real, my geography is horrid, really? but I'm picking up on pretty much anything above the south is upstate. <laughs> Well, anything, anything that's not in the sphere of the five boroughs. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess, I guess so. But like West Cheshire is like thirty miles from Manhattan. <laughs> gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not quality. even. It's probably less than that. But you know what's crazy? That thirty miles will take you maybe like three hours. Oh no, it is beyond crazy. I mean, we're talking about the most populated city in the world. No, yeah, I like to say them, that right? if is you live the there, it is. Um, it is. Mm -hmm. you're pretty much in like a long distance relationship if you live in different boroughs. Bro. Like crazy. That's ridiculous. Bro. You can well, be the same city. Even uptown, downtown. Crazy. That's bro. considered long distance. Yeah, that's that's messed up. But if you were in the New York weather and you come to Massachusetts, right. is the weather ah, that we different? Yeah, here we go, this question. Yeah, what <laughs> I knew this was coming. Everyone always brings this up. It's not, believe it or not. It's no. not the yeah. same. Um, so if you see on the map itself, New York is like maybe 30 miles, if not a little bit more inland, as right. opposed to Boston, Boston and Massachusetts, because it does come out into that arc of the Atlantic Ocean. So you guys get more, you guys, as if I don't live here, uh, you guys get more of that weather, as opposed to Long Island being more like in that nook. So it's like in the nook of literally America. So do you guys have better weather? Similar, but it's always warmer. You know, it's not as it's not as cold, and then schmog. right, right, yeah. It's all the cars. Fair. Yeah, and that thing it's too. Greenhouse even gases. Even in, in Long or in New York itself, because obviously the buildings are so high, mm. we don't get a lot of the snow. We don't right. get a lot of that stuff, like because well, it goes towards the top and just kind of right. sifts through. Right, right. 
Yeah. Have you lived in, did you live in New York at a, yep. or like the city? Yeah. So when I worked at Amazon and WeWork, what? yeah, I, I worked, I worked there. Thing? Yeah. I worked That's at Amazon good. and then I worked at WeWork. So I had to be in the city itself. So when I was yeah. there, loved it. But then COVID happened, so um, no one wants to be stuck in a shoebox 24-7. <laughs> yeah, tell us about your journey and how you got to Alpine. Yeah, that's a great question. So I actually started my journey, um, graduated college in 2014. I remember it was May 10th. I started my professional career on May 12th, so two days later. Wow. Yeah. So you had a job offer before? <laughs> yes, for the Columbus Blue Jackets. So that is an NHL team in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, my <clears> goodness, <throat> it is. Yeah. Yep, so I started my career there in sales mm -hmm. and I will say you know unfortunately at the time they were the worst team in the NHL so trying to learn how to sell their tickets in this market where it is completely overrun by Buckeyes like everyone's mm -hmm. an Ohio State fan so everyone has these seasonal tickets there and I really learned to hone in on how to sell there and I always told myself I could sell tickets for the worst team in the NHL in this crazy environment where we have LeBron just coming back to Cleveland, right? Oh so he's goodness. coming to the queue. We have all these other things happening. The Browns are finally starting to get better, too. So, like, we have all these things against us. And if I could sell tickets there and be somewhat successful, I can do whatever I want. So from there, I was poached by one of our clients um, and became a loan officer, which was a very wild time. Um, Quicken Loan? No, I wish Quicken Loans, no. It was a s small little company. They're no longer around. Mm -hmm. um, probably because Quicken Loans probably purchased them. Um, but that's the stadium or the arena. Yeah. It's so, Quicken Loans, right? Yeah, the queue. Yep. For, that's where Columbus. So, Blue no, Jays that's was. where LeBron, LeBron used to play, right? For yeah. the Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah where is the Blue Jays? The Blue Jackets? Yeah. So, they played at Nationwide Arena. Yeah, but who else plays there? No one. <laughs> Maybe that's the, the model should change, right? Because so no the else... Bruins play at TD. Yeah. 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 So no one. Most most well, professional teams. Are... Well, that, that yeah. would be the case if if they were oh, in Cleveland, we were in Columbus. Right. Yes. And then yes. there's Cincinnati, so there's like the three yeah. big hubs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Competing with each yeah, other. Yeah, and yeah. you have Ohio State, so it's like right. trying to do all that, and again, like how how are we going to compete with LeBron? Like, right. No one's going to be able to do that, let alone on the court or. <laughs> on ticket sales so right. um being able to do that was really interesting you learn a lot about the grind you know you have to make 100 calls a day and people are hanging up on you all day long so <laughs> you learn rejection very well whether you want to or not so then i was at the loan company and then after that i actually started working at amazon so i worked at amazon in seattle which was a really great experience um, really loved it. I actually launched Subscribe and Save. So if you guys are familiar with that program, yes, yes, my team and I did that back, I believe, in April 11th. No, April 17th, maybe 2017 is when wow. that went live. And it was really cool because uh, the way that Amazon works, right, is it's three years in advance is how they plan out new things. So you mm -hmm. have to write a one pager, and it was one of the only um, side projects that went very like well in regards mm. to ROIs and such. And that was just honestly probably because during that time, the subscription model was just very heavy everywhere between yeah. Rent the Runway and, you know, BarkBox. Bark <laughs> you say BarkBox is the biggest one. Um, and some of those other ones, right? Like, because we saw how much success that was having and then we saw Chewy doing a lot of it, didn't really make sense to what Amazon wasn't. Mm. So when we went backwards, right, we worked backwards from that thought model brought it into Amazon, it was going really well. So we were able to launch that, then we kind of ventured into small and light, which is basically just small and light objects being sold within Amazon and how we can kind of revamp those up to be the two-day shipping model. So it was really cool to do that. However, during that time, my father got sick. 
Mm-hmm. So I had to come back home to New York. So I'm from Seattle, and I did transfer within Amazon internally. That's dope. So I wor- worked in advertising. So that's kind of how I got into the advertising space. So worked for Amazon, and I basically was in charge of all non-endemic advertising for Amazon. And non-endemic means no physical products at Amazon. So think of it as like Quicken Loans and those kind of companies that want to advertise within Amazon but don't actually have physical products. Mm. So trying to navigate that was very interesting. However, <clears throat> trying to launch that and the amount of time it needed while trying to take care of my dad just didn't match up. Um, my dad was unfortunately deteriorating really quickly. Uh, he had brain stem cancer and you know, by the time we knew it happened within a year he passed and it was just, it was, it was a lot and having Sorry to try to that. like take care of him, right? Cause he's, this, he's foreign, right? I think he doesn't really fully understand some things. My stepmom Did just- you say he was foreign? Yeah, so he's from Afghanistan, right? And he came back. Yes, he's been here for about 36 years, I believe. So he came over when he was 18, even though he spent most of his life here. He obviously doesn't know the language that well with everything else happening. And then my stepmom, she's also very foreign. She doesn't speak English. So it's like it's Mm. very hard. They have three little kids. So she kind of focused more on that side where I focused more on my dad and really being his caregiver. And it puts a lot of pressure on you, right? Because when all that's happening, even... Um, power of attorney when it comes to like pulling the plug and stuff like that like mm. it's a lot so as you can imagine just I, I wasn't in the right headspace to be mm. building out this whole thing for Amazon so I left um, and went over to WeWork so I was working at WeWork which I was very forthcoming with my managers and told them what was happening and why things were happening and told them like I can't you know, I could work the 40 hours I can give you guys what I can do but I can't give you guys anything extra mm. and trying to build something you need that extra stuff and I just unfortunately I just didn't have the time or the headspace and it wouldn't be fair to me or Amazon so we went over to WeWork WeWork was great (laughs) of course that crashed but while that was happening right a lot of stuff was on pause what what year what year was this 2018 I believe so how how long were you with uh, Columbus uh, Blue Jackets for two and a half years and then you and then uh, Amazon Two and a half years. That's amazing. That's amazing. And just want to take a pause real quick for two things. One, shout out to your dad. Shout out to your dad for raising such a wonderful individual. You know what I mean? And then we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then dive back into the into the story. Does that sound right, Rivo? Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right, cool, cool. All right, and we're back, folks. Thank you for sticking through sticking with us through the break. Uh, been sitting here, you know, it's me, your all-star guard, Rayvon. I uh, got <laughs> my homie, Ulysses. <laughs> I thought you were three. I Excuse me. Th- <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm sly. I'm like a KD. I'm tall, but I, I'm lanky. You feel me? <laughs> my wingspan's like 6'3". Um, <laughs> so, you know, you got you got Rayvon here. We got Ulysses, and we're chilling with Zoe. Zoe. Uh, we've been discussing her journey to Alpine at Q, which we actually haven't even gotten to yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, you know, discussing Amazon, WeWork, and prior to that, how the mayor controls the weather. Or somebody. <laughs> Somebody up there is controlling the weather. Uh, but, you know, we'd like to jump back into her story and just learning more about her journey. So I'm going to stop talking now. <laughs> well, where were we, bro? Oh, well, um, we were picking up with her and leaving. Well, not leaving WeWork, but just getting to WeWork and then WeWork crashes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So WeWork, unfortunately, did, you know, take a quick dive really quickly. And one thing that during that time that happened was my father passed. Uh, and while all of the WeWork stuff was happening, it, it kind of coincided really well with some, was happening personally as well, because obviously everything paused, right? So within the WeWork realm, everything paused while we were trying to figure things out. 
while that was happening really kind of gave me the time to grieve, um, which is very interesting. No, you know, grief isn't isn't something that I'd wish on anyone, but it's a very interesting space to try to navigate through. Um, never really gets easier, but as you go on, like t you know, that that fresh cut turns into a scab, that scab then turns into a scar, uh, so it does become livable, but it's just very interesting. Um, but once we were <clears throat> crashed, the pandemic hit. So as you can imagine, mm. not a very great time, right? Uh, can, it's I, like, can I ask a question? Yeah. Just from you being on the inside um, and understanding their model was based upon like physical locations and mm -hmm. stuff. Was we were crashing, do you think, in your opinion, prior to COVID? Or was yeah. it thriving and then all of a sudden? No. Uh, I think it, there was a lot that didn't really make sense that I did ask questions about. Um, because so sales model here's a great example sales model for our for we work at the time it was more like leadership thought it was more important and would give you more praise if you sold a hundred desks for one dollar total mm -hmm. versus if you sold one desk at a hundred dollars the reason why is because the thought process was well those hundred people can, even for the dollar right. we put their seats in their bo the body in the seats and then you know we can start to for, like come to fruition next year so on and so forth right however the way that the model worked right is technically speaking they could leave that space and go to another building and get that same deal so if you really learn how to work the system no it's not gonna it's never gonna work right because there's there's these crazy loopholes that we had also they would get so much space but it was never really fully capacitated. You know, they get the building ahead of time as opposed to, okay, wait, like, let's make sure that there's people to put in the building as opposed mm -hmm. to let's get the building and then the people will come in after. Right, right, right. Wasn't there, wasn't there some sketchy stuff? I mean, aside from the pandemic, but wasn't there some sketchy stuff with WeWork too? Um, so personally, I'm not familiar, yeah. but the people that I know who work for WeWork or did horror stories. Horror the summer no, camps. No, no, just, yeah, well, I, I don't know anything about it. it but. The summer camps. Yeah. Nah, no, no, no. yeah 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 people there in the summer like yeah what um, summer camps uh well i mean like in a way like a summer job but like just like when you say summer camp i say negative connotation so this. they have a summer camp and basically what that is is all the employees go abroad and they do like a like a kind of like a music festival for everyone ah. however as you can imagine doesn't ever really go well there's right. a lot of quote orgies and stuff like that and right, like right. a lot of drugs and stuff and like it was it's a professional yeah it's a, that's your career that's yeah, your professional yeah. business and like seeing a lot of that is is very interesting right because it's like well right. hey there's my vp like even though i saw <laughs> you on shrooms doing god knows why like, yeah. you know just it's it really kind of blurs that line of professionalism right. and right. respect right uh, respect is something that's earned you're going to want to keep that especially right. given higher up yeah and a lot of that does get blurred a little bit right you're like just because we're in europe doesn't mean yeah <laughs> it's like some of the stuff was just interesting a lot of a lot of families were there uh oh but like God. within the company itself right it'll be like oh that's my cousin that's my oh so girlfriend. you went you went to these things yeah <laughs> That's actually crazy. She's but. speaking from experience. Yeah, yeah. I so thought this I've, was hypothetical. <laughs> so, like, even in the offices, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of company cultures and, and rules where you, you can't be married to someone internally or, like, on the same team. Right. You know, dating is, is frowned upon, like, family stuff. Yeah. But that wasn't the case there. Like, everyone dated each other. Yeah. Everyone was married. Everyone's, like, brother, sister, cousin used to work there. So, right. and it's interesting because, like, a stall, small startups that makes sense right. but a company of that size, so, scale yeah, like yeah. 
Man, COVID was a reset button, bro. <laughs> they were like, yeah, no, stop. That's, <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy because I, I gave my idea on summer camp just assuming it was a bad summer job. What you said was, was crazy. Way better. Just, yeah, totally different and totally better. Yeah. Um, uh, that's that's an interest. I mean, like, it sounds cool for morale, but, yeah, it definitely yeah. blurs the lines of, like, who we are to each other. It yeah. Sounds, it sounds like, uh, what's the pl- spot in Vegas, bro? The um the trade show in Vegas that's always popping? <laughs> MJ Biz? MJ Biz, bro. A lot of blurred lines out there. <laughs> Allegedly. Alle- yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I feel the same way about the industry here a little bit, just yeah. hearing how people, like, in the industry are now, like, you know, dating people in the industry and stuff like that and i'm just like what like what that's uh i mean it makes sense though it makes sense there's the people you work with only people you see every day you feel me um that's that's pretty cool so this took you so into pretty much when covid hit yep so this is when covid hit now i used to work with someone at WeWork who's my mentor jesse learner love him jesse what's up jesse he's the best shut up literally the best (laughs) He was my mentor at WeWork. He left to go work for the Brooklyn Knicks. But obviously, or no, Brooklyn Nets. Who the hell is the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets. Um, But they, so when that, shout out to Jason Kidd. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, But he he was there. He actually was at Slack. So whenever the WeWork stuff happened, I actually reached out to him, saw what's going on. He was at my referral into Slack, got the job at Slack. So now I'm at Slack. We're doing everything. You know, it's great. Working with Jesse again, you know, everything's going great and we are at slack where we get acquired by salesforce yeah that okay? is wild it's like i swear i didn't no know joke. that until With, until you said that on a call a within like two ago. weeks legit within two weeks it's like all right we're getting acquired by salesforce and i'm sitting here thinking like oh great great i yeah. get like let go because they're gonna clean house <laughs> obviously it didn't happen we were there for a year while everything was happening things were going well Could, how, how long were you there before the acquisition happened two weeks Oh, that was the two yeah, weeks. Yeah, you know, two weeks. And it was crazy. Like, so they must have not, your hiring manager must have not known then. No, she did. I don't she think did. she was allowed to tell us uh, yet. So I think that they were just weren't allowed to say anything, which mm-hmm. makes sense. I get it. Yeah. But it was interesting because I had to like redo my I-9. And so I was like, I just did this two weeks ago. Right, like, right, what? Right. Why do I have to do this again? Like, I promise you it's the same. But oh we goodness. did it again. Everything went fine. And we were doing really well at Slack. So my team was doing very, very well at Slack. We were the industry leaders and experts when it came to renewals in general. Mm-hmm. So most attrition is about 11%. We were rocking at 6%. So mm-hmm. very, very well. Now, when the acquisition and stuff happened, obviously no one knows what happened with the C-level executives. Like mm-hmm. no, no one knows. But we did know layoffs were coming. Yeah. So they, they made that pretty clear. Layoffs are coming, but not towards Slack. It was just like across all of Salesforce. Right. And how, how long was this into your employment there so about a year and a half i believe yeah that sounds about right right so it's like, yeah he says so like right around that time yeah and the first round of layoffs happened so mm-hmm. a good amount of people were let go a little confused right but it wasn't just slack at the time it right. was, so it was salesforce cool. there was tableau there, there was mulesoft they own tableau yeah they own a lot of stuff like mulesoft a lot of stuff so they did a lot of those kind of things and removed that and while that was happening um while that was happening, we were all scared. Mm. And one thing that was pretty clear was, hey, and, and we were told this, was like, you guys as renewals aren't going to get affected because you guys are bringing in so much money. However, the way that renewals there worked, I have an account executive attached to me and I have a CSM account attached to me. So, CSM? Uh, customer, customer success, success manager. manager. Yep. So in my mind, right, I know I'm safe. However, every deal that I work on has two other people attached to it that are not. So with that said... 
about last year, so almost a year ago, um, on the 29th, I believe, get into this car accident, get hit by this car, right? So we're driving straight, and unfortunately, this woman misses a, a stop sign, just runs right into us. So as we're spinning out... Where, uh, where was this? In Marlboro, Oh, so you, were, you lived here by then? So didn't live here by then. Uh, my husband was working up here by then. He actually gotcha. had a gala that night, so we came up here for the gala. Mm -hmm. So full hair, makeup, gown, you name it, oh like fully goodness. dressed out, okay? Mm. And we get hit by this car. Now, while this was happening, I could see this car coming. So naturally, I turned my head. So I'm looking out to see this, and I'm like, oh my God, this is coming. And my husband's like, no, like there's a stop sign, she'll be fine. Mm. Car comes, hits us. So while I'm looking, you actually told him what you actually told him. Like, I was like, Joe, there's a car. And he was like, there's a stop sign. So it's gonna yeah, be yeah. fine. And it's like, oh, OK, sure, sure. Like, because there was a stop sign. Yo, he wasn't crazy, wrong. Like, there's bro. a stop sign. Like, he's not wrong. Yeah. So we're driving. I mean, she's coming up the hill. So I could see her like maybe like 200 feet out. So I'm like, oh, OK, right. like she had enough time to stop, but she right. did it. And she's also going uphill. So like you would think like, yeah, she, she would stop. Yeah. Nope. So she didn't stop. She hits us. But because I was looking, the airbags opened, so the side and the front. So mm. the side one caught my head, and I was stuck like this, like turning over to the window. So my head was stuck in between an airbag and a window as we're spinning out. Oh, my goodness. As you can imagine, not fun. Yeah. Um, when all this happened, you know, all that, but, you know, obviously I was so crazy, like, Joe, let me out this car and go beat her out. Like, okay, sorry, calm down. Like, sit in your car. And like, you know, I was stuck in there for about 15 minutes until the firefighters opened the door and stuff. Yeah. And there was just a lot happening. But I remember being at the hospital, again, fully dressed in this gown and stuff, yeah. and had my computer and was working the following day because, again, I knew layoffs were coming. Yeah. I also knew our end of year was February 1, right? So January 31st, February 1. Yeah. So I knew it was, like, this really short window. I was like, I... What I didn't want, and obviously it's super drugged out too, right? It's like, I don't want anyone to get fired because I didn't do my job, even though this happened to me. Mm -hmm. So working on all that, trying to get all that done, so that's a Sunday. To find out the day after, February 2nd, right, that we were all laid off is a really not great feeling. Yeah. I remember waking up, it's like, we got this email, I guess, 5.30 in the morning, and I'm in this group chat with my, with my team, my manager, and it's like, we all got laid off. This is the first thing I opened my eyes to. It was like, was that group chat yeah. and like people calling me and stuff. And it's like, I don't know what's happening. So like, I, I go look in the computer and it's, it literally says, your job was one that was affected. Unfortunately, your job was one of the ones affected. Like blah blah. blah. And it is this very defeating feeling. You know, it was like, here yeah. I am. My physical health is in question because now I have a pinched nerve. I have this weird tremor. My arm doesn't really work as well as it used to. I can't feel my middle finger. Like, it's just a lot is happening. It's like, now I'm in a physical, questionable state. Now, mentally, it's like, I I'm already so high strong with everything else happening. Where am I? Mm. And then to find out financially, now I have this other issue that I wasn't expecting. It just, it was a lot, I will say. So, I could have, you know, cried, been crazy, which... Uh, definitely happened um, but I did take to social media um, and was trying to be as politically correct and not trying to you know start you know, yeah. like shoot myself in the foot either in regards to my severance right. so I was like what do I do so I, I was as honest as it came and it's like look I got hit by a car and then after this happened I was working in this hospital room to make sure no one else gets fired and no nothing happens in the regards of a layoff but jokes on me because I was the one who was let go. So like moral of the story, worry about yourself because this is what the companies are doing. Right, right. And 
it, it picked up. Uh, it went viral. It went and, you viral, know, bro. It did. <laughs> it was like two, th- 2 million hits or something. And wow. I will say every week I still get the impressions on it. It was like your, your, uh, your post still had like 192 impressions. It's like, it's almost been a year. But I will say to have all these people reach out and ask me you know, how I'm doing and to just be kind about it was really interesting. Really does make you restore your faith in humanity because like these people owed me nothing. But what they did was offer a lending hand and wanted to help out any way they could, whether that was support on, you know, recovering uh, physically or getting a new job or like just growing out my own network. I thought it was really cool. And that's actually how I came across West and Alpine IQ. So he actually reached out um, and mentioned like, hey, this is perfect timing. We're looking for a renewals manager. You are a renewals manager who needs a job. Like what's going on? So we, we had a call that Friday. So this was Wednesday. So we had this call on Friday. Very quick, by the way. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's a crazy turnaround. It yeah, why, why don't we do this? I actually want to read the post. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to read the post. Um, right now we are, we are up on time. So um, for those listening who caught the first half uh, and then the second half, we're going to carry this conversation on next week and uh, talk about how Zoe's viral post ended her up in the uh, cannabis space. Does that sound right? Sounds like a plan. And you'll be here with us next week, right? I will. Let's go. All right, guys. Well, you've just been infused. Join next week as we continue the story with the amazing and resilient Zoe. She's the best. (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week. What up, y'all? You're now listening to Infused Influence, where we're infused by weed culture, cannabis business, and its politics through conversations with special guests. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another week of Infused Influence. Thank you for sticking through with us and listening. And if it's your first time listening, welcome. We appreciate your viewership. Um, I'm one of your co-hosts, Rayvon, sitting here with my main man, Ulysses. Ulysses, what's going on? What's up? And uh, <laughs> um, today we are picking up on last week's episode where we had special guest Zoe. We got Zoe in the building again. What's Ooh. going on, Zoe? Hi. Did you miss me? Yeah. <laughs> we did. Um, we did because you left us off on a very, very spicy cliffhanger last week. Is it spicy? Would you consider that spicy? I, I mean, a little bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, guess so. I guess so. I guess you're right. Realistically, in the in the sense that we never really have a cliffhanger at all. Um, sometimes, like yeah. this is this is spicy. It, it is kind of spicy. A little, a little spicy, you know. Off. Yeah, she was she was angry. And yeah. took, took, you took feel me? Thin. Um, I mean, this is yeah. where life got like crazy for real yeah. for real for you so yeah um to just do a little bit of a recap um you know last week we sat here with, with zoe we talked about the weather of course per usual because you know <laughs> ravon is obsession with the weather um maybe we just talked about her journey um you know living in new york being in seattle a little bit now here in massachusetts and just going from um you know a few different companies and kind of gaining a lot of experience Dude, um, a great like, experience yeah, bro. like a lot of experience like um, who wouldn't as someone that loves sports 
you can't tell me you've never like you you haven't had the thought of like working for like a professional sports team. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, yeah. like what? Like you? If I just get a job for the Celtics, I get free tickets yeah. all the time. Do I not? Like, come on, yeah. right? Sick, dude. Like, come on. And Amazon, dude. What? Your resume is dead. No, it, and it, it, it almost upset me a little bit, or made me a little bit jealous yeah. because I used to work at Amazon too. But my stories yeah. aren't cool. I was I was doing boxes. You feel me? Like I was working a night shift. I was depressed. I hated my life. It was my second job like uh you know what i'm saying shout out to amazon y'all y'all y- 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 helped me y'all gave me money and all that um but this is about zoe yeah. and uh we'd like to you know pick up back into her story um about how things went for her uh after you know leaving slack excuse slack no excuse me we work um well slack yeah. um jeez, and uh you know just how she pretty much came into alpine iq after her accident when you say Alpine, though, you got it for the people. What is what is that? Oh, Alpine IQ is something that Rayvon logs into about four times a week. Um, Alpine <laughs> IQ, all right. Whoa, 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 come on now. <laughs> that was daily use, bro. Um, they are our CRM platform, mm-hmm. um, which is how we reach out to all of our customers. So if you've actually, if you're listening, you've gotten a text or an email from Major Bloom before, it was probably written out by me. Um, and a flyer was made by John and uh, we were reaching out to you, you know, just trying to, you know, get you to come to the store, you know, give you updates in the neighborhood. Um, and Zoe works for Alpine and yep. we love Alpine. So we had to have Zoe come down. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, shameless plug. We are the MJ um, Unpacks messaging provider of choice. So, so <laughs> what do you think that means, Zoe? Yeah, that's a great question. So basically... MJ Unpacked is where all these, you know, retailers, brands, all the cannabis industry kind of get together. We showcase things, you know, they talk about best practices, what we should um, see, what's coming up in the industry in the next few months and so on and so forth. And the fact that we are their messaging partner of choice is amazing. There's obviously a few choices out there, but we are the best. So we are the Ferrari of all that kind of fun stuff. Ooh. I have no shame of saying that. <laughs> so it is pretty cool that we're up there um, and we are their messaging partner of choice. So yeah. it's cool. Um, they're actually going to be using us as well. So anything you come through that's with me, um, with them as MJ. Un- it's so hard with the uh, MJ Biz and MJ, MJ yeah. Unpacked. It's like, you got to make sure it's like core right. division. Um, but they're going to be using us as well. Fun fact, Dutchie also uses us. If you get any text from Dutchie and stuff. No way. That's us, baby. That's crazy. Um, where is MJ Unpacked this year? Chicago? So? No, this year it is in Atlantic City um, in April. That's what's up. The Hard Rock Cafe. Hey, Ray Vaughn's got the look in his eyes. Yo, like, I want to go. Going out there? Going <laughs> out there? You want to go, bro? Yo, yo maybe. I'm, start, I'm starting to take a, a keen liking to some of these uh, <laughs> events. They're I've, so fun. They are depending on what you do in the industry. Um, I'll say. True. Well, I guess all the after parties are a lot of fun. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Though, though, that's where it's fun. That's where it's fun. That's mad funny. That's mad funny. You're very interesting stuff. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. And one of the things that Rayvon said was uh, it was getting, did you say spicy? Spicy, yes. Yeah, and, and, and then I, I said, I said, Zoe, you took to the internet because you were, because you were mad. However, I don't know if that was the emotion you felt after uh getting in the accident and then finding out you got laid off so what what was like can you recall like the emotions that you felt it was probably more than one i was in shock um confused in pain um <laughs> but in, in all honesty i just had a lot of questions that i knew i was never going to get answers to right. um in life it's it just seems to be the ongoing theme right like when my dad passed and stuff of that nature 
I obviously had questions. I had questions for God. I had questions for the doctors. I had questions for literally even the person who was performing the autopsy. Like mm. I had questions. I knew I wasn't going to get answers to this. Now, when this came along, right, it's like I had questions and it's just being in that same kind of headspace, knowing where I was four years ago, right? Because it's like I'm grieving now the fact that I've lost a job that I that I thought I was going to have and right. was told nothing was going to happen, right? So it just it's not a great feeling. It's just mm. very confusing. Um, but based on what happened with this post, because this post went live like literally right when it happened. Mm -hmm. It was a little hard to stay confused and upset over it when I was a little distracted with what went on. Right. Um, because, like I was saying, it does restore your faith in humanity that all these people who owed me nothing, who didn't even know me, right. are willing to help out, whether that is, again, like, just trying to listen to me, whether that's, like, you know, physical therapy stuff that they wanted to help me with and rehab, or whether it was, you know, just building out my network. It just... Mm -hmm all these people are willing to give out that lending hand for nothing in exchange. Right. And it's, it's really a great feeling. Um, and I'm very grateful right. and appreciate everyone who did reach out during that time. Um, and even now, I think I mentioned this to you guys, like I still get, you know, impressions from that even a year later. And I'm about to give you an impression right now. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Love. <laughs> but that is how I got my job. So. No, for sure. For sure. All right. So let's let's read the post. And guys, don't make fun of my dyslexia here. I'll do my best. All right. So this is what Zoe wrote a year ago, right? Um, basically, after she got in an accident and then found out she got laid off by uh, Slack slash Salesforce. All right. So on Sunday, I was hit by a car left me with a concussion and bruised neck and a bruised shoulder blade today i woke up with an email in my inbox letting me know my role has been eliminated and i have been impacted by layoffs i can't help but regret the fact that i was chasing down deals yo you just said that to end the fiscal year with these injuries just to be laid off uh one day uh, after Moral of the story, always take care of yourself first as companies are doing the same. Uh, and then hashtag layoffs, hashtag open to network, open to work, hashtag Salesforce, hashtag Slack. Now this post, as Zoe mentioned, 2,000, 2 million impressions. Um, right now I'm looking at over 14,000, um, uh, like, what do you call these? Very well. Interactions. Interactions, yeah. I guess. So like love or like. And then this is the kicker. You got repost 109 times and then uh, 326 comments. Um, so basically what you just said is that like this post help, helped you kind of like get over it, get over it, like yeah. the realism of it, because people were, you know, interacting with you, so on and so forth. And that kind of led you. So tell, tell us, I mean, I mean, did you have any other offers after people look at your resume? Yes. And then saw uh, this. And then what was the decision to go to Alpine? That's a great question. So. Obviously, I vote. I like cannabis. Is that, that obvious? Let's clap it up. Let's clap it up for. I didn't know if you smoke weed or not. I was, sometimes I we do. got we got plants in the industry that don't. Yes. That don't 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 mess with weed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're always skeptical of those people, especially Rayvon. Yeah, yeah, facts, hundred percent. So you oh, like weed? No, huh? You like weed, Zoe? I do. Yes. Big fan. So. When, when this all happened, West with Alpine IQ did reach out to me and say, hey, this is perfect timing. And I remember thinking, like, perfect timing? What in the world? Yeah. And he was saying how they were looking for a renewals manager. I obviously needed a job. So 
that was Wednesday. We chatted on Friday, and it kind of all worked out. But to your question, yes, I got a lot of offers. Um, some what, large what, companies, some smaller companies. Which, one, which ones can you disclose? Yeah, yeah, Apple reached out, which is cool. Although I will say, I don't think I'm smart enough for Apple. Like, what? That, that, that was a little intimidating. No, um, Google, but then Google, obviously, were doing their own layoffs. So it's like, I'm not trying to get into that same scenario. So right. it's like, maybe stay away from the large companies. But it was more of just the conversation I had with Wes that really kind of won me, right? He was just so kind. Like, he didn't really ask me questions about work, if that made sense. Like, he asked me questions of, hey, this is the problem I have for work. How would you solve that? Mm -hmm. So it was more like, you know, trying to strategize and, and come up with things like that during the call, which I thought was really cool, right? So it's not really having an understanding of, you know, what my experience is. It's like, no, here's my problem. How would you solve this? So we kind of did all that, but not only that, he was really empathetic and he understood the fact and he made it very clear like, hey, you take care of yourself right now, okay? Don't worry about anything else. When you're better, hit me up, you have a job with me. And like that really kind of, like West, West, I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are a hero and then some, you were that lifesaver that I needed then and thank you. That's dope. And we love West. So Wes, uh, if uh, I guess more details, him and his brother started Alpine. Yep. All right. Um, and which one's older? Nick is the older. Nick is older. Yes. All right. So he's a, he's the developer, the programmer. Yep. So he's our CEO. He right. is also our number one coder. He is right. the man. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So f for those, I guess intricacies of like not only just cannabis, but like so you have a brother who's a coder, and then and then. Um, Wes is more of the people person, yep. right? Right. So have you ever heard their story? Their story is really cool. I don't, I don't know, but I, I know I, I know I have talked to um, Wes more mm -hmm. than like Nick yep. will reach out here and there via email. But in terms of like how you describe yep. Wes reaching out, like it's very very personable. Yep. So is. I can imagine that you know Nick is the one you know the coder that's like <laughs> you know what I mean. Their their story is really interesting. So Wes used to actually work at Tilray, so he was able to identify all the gaps in the software mm. and Nick was a coder. So like he, you know, I believe he did some stuff at MIT. So between the two of them, West found all the problems that needed to be solved. Nick was the person who was willing to solve it. So that's how Alpine came about. And it's, it's a great, it's honestly a great story. What's and just, Tilray? Tilray is just a large, I believe, um, like pharmaceutical company. Mm. And the person that they actually met was, so Eleanor, who was our COO, they actually met her when they when West worked at Tilray, mm -hmm. and she was so bought on to everything that was going on that Nick and West was um, selling her that she came over too. So the fact like that I knew all that too prior to starting the starting this role, that really put more just security around all of this because it is mm -hmm. a little interesting just being in this industry because I I've obviously did my due diligence and research and saw like a lot of um, people have trouble getting loans for homes and stuff being in this industry and mm. obviously a lot of banking doesn't like it so I was a little worried about that because I've never like come across that anywhere else in my professional mm. career so just wanted to make sure like all my bases were covered but when talking to those kind of folks and understanding that hey like there's other professionals who made the jump and they're going to be okay yeah eased it in a little bit that's dope that's dope that's a crazy crazy like sequence of events <laughs> you're, tell you're telling me yeah okay just, <laughs> every day it's like we wake up it's like oh god please please nothing crazy right right but 
never happens. No, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, I think we're coming up on time for a little break, but I, I do want to quiz you a little bit on Alpine and then like Major Bloom. Oh, goodness. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll, t- we'll talk a little bit more cannabis and then, um, yeah, just kind of take it from there. So uh, let's take a little break and then we'll, we'll be right back. All right. All right, and we're back. Thanks for sticking with us through the commercial. Um, as you, if you were here just, you know, 30 seconds ago, a minute ago, uh, you know, we were sitting here with Zoe. Um, and I just wanted to actually put out a note for everybody who, you know, maybe joins in a little too late into the show. If you're always interested in knowing what we talked about last week or what we were just talking about, you can always catch all of our episodes at majorbloom.com under Major Bloom Studios. We've got, uh, you know, this episode up there now, we've got every other episode we've pretty much ever done there because, I mean, that's that's what we that's what the point of it is. Um, but back to Zoe, um, we just got to Zoe and her, you know, finally getting into Alpine and really deciding how to make that jump to a new career and more just about how cannabis kind of intersects with what you do in life and how, you know, banking can become difficult. Um, but now that we're actually on the cannabis topic and this is kind of a cannabis show, <laughs> we'd like to know about Zoe and her cannabis. I mean, I gave her a tour around the building uh, before, the first time she got here and, you know, she pointed out Betty's Eddie's for bedtime and she's like, oh, my God, I love these. <laughs> Let's hear about your smoking experience. So, like, do you smoke? Yeah, but God bless Betty. Yeah. <laughs> God bless her. Honestly, those things are amazing. <laughs> those things. Um, the, I, the thing that gets me about them is that, like, the industry is changing so rapidly prices are going up prices are going down this changes left and right betty's eddies are pretty much consistently always the same price and no matter how no matter what people will still buy them it blows my mind which is a good thing it's a a great thing for the brand and for the company that they they don't have to you know see what else is going on around the the industry and now drop betty's half the price um the fact that people will still buy betty's and they're currently a 50 milligram edible and they're practically more expensive than all of our 100 milligram edibles <laughs> but people like people go crazy for them you Worth feel me every penny I, I, I would take my hat off but y'all not gonna see my thin hair um <laughs> so tell us about your first time smoking oh man the first time smoking <laughs> oh, was with my little brother your little brother i think he was like 16 at the time oh yeah, yeah it gets the story gets even better <laughs> so we smoked we ordered pizza hut Oh, that sounds amazing. Wait, wait, whose idea was it to smoke? Obviously his idea. This is my first time. Keep in mind, I was like a sophomore in, in college. What? He's 16. So he's like the mastermind behind all this Yo, right now. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. And he was like, let's do something cool. I'm like, oh, okay, like, what do you want to do? He's Because like, I try to hang out with him every so often, right? So home from college, I'm like, all right, great, let's go do something. And he was like, let's get food. I was like, okay, great. Like, I'll order us Pizza Hut. He's like, okay, like, look, I need you in the backyard. And I was like, oh, God, like, what do you need in the backyard? So I'm like, oh God, he's gonna tell me some like crazy secret. I was like, oh, did you get someone pregnant? Like, what's going on? Okay, so like, this is a million things are going through my mind. You're 16, yeah. Right? It's like, right? It's like, what do you need to talk to me outside? Like, you know, my parents are home, the kids are home. And oh, your my... parents are home. Yeah. So then we have two little sisters, Hannah and Alina, and I believe at the time they were like six and nine, so like they're pretty young. So we went out in the backyard. He's smoking. He was like, do you want this? And I was like, so frustrated over there i'm like what did you need to do he's like smoke so he's like just take this and you'll feel better i was like all right whatever like never did it it. bowl or no it was a blunt and it was like yeah and it was like in the the backwoods and god knows what and i remember thinking it's like oh backwood in the backwoods like great 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 (laughs) so he's like you need this clearly and i thought like 
I've never smoked before. I didn't want to do it in college, like being at someone's house, like not, you know, you want to control their environments. It's like, okay, well, I'm home, fall has failed. I just go cry to my mom. Like, you know, at Pizza Hut, like all this stuff. So we smoke, we go inside. I open the fridge door. I have no idea what happened, but the fridge door, like the shelf broke, okay? So he runs away and goes upstairs and hides in his room. My little sister, Hannah, God bless you, sweetheart, but she, she walked in and she's like, what happened? So naturally, I fled the scene. Yeah. And I could hear her getting yelled at. Yeah. I could hear her getting yelled at for the, and like her dad was like, why did you throw, like, why did you um, cl- close the door after this broke? Like, you should have told her. And like, I could hear yeah. her being like, it wasn't me. Like, all, every man for themselves, okay? <laughs> and then afterwards, like, she obviously didn't get in trouble. She's a kid. Like, he mm-hmm. doesn't Like, they put it all away. And I just remember him knocking on my brother's door. And he's like, what? My face feels like butter. <laughs> and he was like, what? He's like, go to sleep. I was like, no, my face feels like butter. It's like 6 o'clock in the afternoon. And he's like, go to sleep. Turns out, okay, so like I fell asleep and he came into the room. Turns out I had grease all the pizza on my face. Why my face felt like butter. I heal. That like, is wild. Right? And like I woke up to the other child, so the six-year-old, cleaning my face. Because like he sent her in to clean just in case my mom walked in. And mom, if you hear this, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I swear I'm a good influence. Yeah. But like I, I wish I was kidding. So it's like I put the nine-year-old threw her under the bus. Yeah. The six-year-old's cleaning me up. I was like, this is just... This has never been rectified to this day? No. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. She's now... The, the, the six-year-old's now... How old, she's, how old is she now? She's... Alina's 16, actually. Yeah, oh that's wild. And you've never told her? No. She's probably smoking weed now. Like, Yo. Oh, don't yeah. even get me started. <laughs> they, we found a video yeah. of her on TikTok vaping. And I remember, so like Dude, this was recently. That's actually hilarious. I was like, so naturally, it's like I was asking her questions, like, where did you get this? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And her group of friends in Fort Mill, South Carolina, know a certain, um, I guess, someone at a gas station, and if they go after two a.m., they can get it. They're underage. Two a.m. You best. What is sixteen? You best do? believe I called and I was like, I'm snitching you guys out right away. Like, called the tip line and everything. So yeah. Yeah. Dude. Obviously, snitches get stitches. No, 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 no. But it's like, this Vapes, is underage, bro. dude. It's underage. I mean, even if you're of age, I would not be buying a vape from a gas station. <laughs> but, like, the fact that, like, a lot of the underage kids go there, yeah, and, and yeah. like, it's it's pretty known. It is a yeah. scary thing knowing that, like, jewels and pods of cat in general, like, the right. vapes and the nicotine, it's... Yeah. Like, there, there's good and there's bad, right? And that, that one's clearly bad. So, so did your parents find out about the smoking? Which one? Like that instance that you were high. And whatever happened to the, you said Domino's or Pizza Hut? Pizza what Hut. happened to the I mean, it was clearly oh, on, on her face. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up in yeah. pizza box in my bed, so. I, I know that pizza was smacking. Smacking. <laughs> oh, I know. And I, and that my brother first was time like, high and having pizza, bro. <laughs> Yeah. And, and I love Pizza Hut too. Like Pizza Hut, it's gross. Classic. Yeah, gross. Pizza Hut's a classic. A classic. No. Classic. Better than Domino's? Oh yes. yeah. Domino's. Okay, they're both gross, but anyway. <laughs> you clearly never had a personal pie. So no. I love that your brother was uh, just smoking out in the backyard. Like, was he not afraid of getting no. caught? Like, he's the golden child. Even That's to this hilarious. day, like my dad was so adamant on no smoking, nothing like that. And then it's like. They find out he was doing it illegally for a little bit, right? Like yeah. selling and stuff when it wasn't legal. Yeah. And oh yeah, you said he's right? in the industry now. Yeah, but the best part was like, oh, it's okay, it's okay. He's your baby brother. Like, what? Yeah. It's okay for like I would get in trouble for doing it, but yet he was able to do it. Like, what? What's the age difference? Three years? No. So, uh, well, there's technically eight of us total. What? 
Yes, and one of eight children. Um, very crazy. So me and my brother are Irish twins. I'm 32. Oh, no. He's 31. Yeah, that's crazy. And then my little one is 26, although I guess he's not little. We always call him my baby brother, but yeah, yeah. to be fair, he is a baby. Um, <laughs> then after that, when my parents got a divorce, they, my mom had two kids. My dad had three kids. Hmm. So then it was the boy who was, he's now 18, and then it's 17, 16, 14, 11. Yo, that is a lineup. Yeah, I know. My dad, would, when he was alive, he'd be like, I want grandchildren. Like, bro, what? Your yeah. youngest child could be my child. The 20-year <laughs> age gap. Like, here. Yeah, that's wild. So what does your brother do in this space? Uh, so he, he works for, as a distributor um, for some of the large companies in Oakland. Oh, word? Yeah. What did he, how did he get out of there from, from New York? I have absolutely no idea. I it's try not sweet. to ask questions because... Just- I'm also like a junior parent to him and don't want to slap him sometimes because like yeah. some of the stuff he used to do, it's like, what is wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Being shot. an older sibling is just being like a third parent. It is. It's like you're a junior parent. <laughs> yeah. and it's like. Shout out to your brother, though. He got you high for the first time. That sounds like a great He still does. Brother. Till this day. Yeah. I swear. Like, we were actually talking about the butter story the other day. He was telling his girlfriend and his girlfriend was laughing. I was just like, oh, great. Thank God she doesn't know some of the other stories because obviously when that happened, then we wanted to get into baking. Yeah. <laughs> Got in a lot of trouble for trying to make weed butter. My yeah. mom did catch us for that one. Yeah, that's bad. I know that kitchen was smelling crazy. Crazy. Yes. That's not very wise oh. <laughs> for a couple of teenagers. Nope. Most unless the mom, unless mom knows, but it sounds like eventually, you know, they were cool with the the idea of consumption and stuff. Was that before the industry? No, uh, they were cool with consumption once my dad got sick and he couldn't eat. Gotcha. You know, when he couldn't eat and it was the only thing that right. can really do, Help like, yeah. and he wouldn't do it either. And we finally got a doctor to sit him down and talk to him about it. Right. So that was a really good feeling because um, he was like, "No, I'd rather take painkillers." And then when the doctor was trying to explain, like, right. you're having some issues with your liver and pancreas, trying to like do, just digest all of this and go through. Mm-hmm. This is a natural substance. Like, obviously, he wouldn't be smoking it. He would take edibles. And I'll never, ever, ever forget the first time I took an edible with my dad. We were slaying out on the trampoline in the backyard. And I'm looking up and he was like, look at the, saying something about the cloud. And my interesting self started talking about the computer cloud. And I was talking about like software cloud. Yeah, of course. And you he were gonna like, Amazon right? He was like, "No, <laughs> dummy! Like, look up the actual cloud." And I was like, "Oh!" And I will say that was like a, yeah. a kind of interesting moment because I was laughing. It was like, "This man means the actual cloud, Zoe. What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah. And then going off on a tangent of like the actual cloud, he's like, "No, just look up." And like that was cool. Uh, I got to watch clouds. My dad and like, what does this shape look like? You know, something like you haven't done in a very long time. With oh, your, of course. You know, like I haven't done that since I was a child. Like, how, when was the last even- time you did that with your kid? Um, that's a good question. My kid calls it out all the time and says that clouds look like something else. <laughs> I definitely appreciate it, but I feel like it's a different perspective when you're hot. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah, so that is really well, cool. The, the best part is my dog was there and he was like, look at your dog's patch. And I'm like, dad. Yeah. She's, what? We've had the same dog for so many years. What do you mean? Look at her patch. She goes, yeah. It looks like the United States. You see what weed does to you, and then, man? But it does. That's so cool. I swear to God, it does look like her little patch. Like, right. your I swear to God, it's the same shape of the United States. I was <laughs> mind blown. Like, yeah. What? What year, what year was this? And then were you? Did, did he go the route of um, like getting medical cards and stuff like that? So no to the medical card because by the time like he did two rounds of chemo mm-hmm. and then he also went through with some surgeries. 
So when that was happening, he was pretty much in the hospital, and I, I wasn't going to bring him to the hospital, mm. obviously. Um, but when all that happened, he unfortunately passed before we had the chance to get a medical card. Right, right. So I would just bring it down um, from wherever I could find it recreational. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. And you guys were in New York at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. And so I'm interested to know when you got to the point of like not just smoking with your brother, but you were like, I'm going to smoke by myself right now. Like, I'm yeah. going to like make it a habit. It's a great question. Well, if, it, if it is a habit. No, it is. My, my <laughs> so you know what they tell you, like, growing up, like, those guys, the guys bring, my husband, he was that bad influence. Like, he, when we first started dating, he, like, hated that he smoked for me. Like, he wouldn't tell me he smoked and, like, tried not to do it. And then, obviously, as we got more serious, he was like, all right, like, it is what it is. Like, get over it. And I'm like, oh, what an ultimatum <laughs> and so he started smoking and then i was like all right like i'll, I'll try like i'd never hit the bong or the bowl like whenever he'd roll a joint yeah. like I, I would smoke the joint occasionally with him and then move to seattle yeah and it's like it's everywhere right. and i remember i lived on uh dexter uh, avenue and the, my apartment complex was right no joke like 20 feet not even 200 feet 20 feet from the pot shop yeah so it's like how do i die you know it's like because yeah it was just so many things you had access to you had access to like all these really cool strains like my favorite strain is blue roots champagne kush i haven't had that in god knows how long but it is my favorite strain um love that why why yeah yeah, why I, I don't know the, the the high made me feel i will never forget it. it was amazing and it's like it's beautiful itself like the actual flower um I, that one has always stuck out to me. I don't know why, but it has. And it's I, got a crazy name. I'll say that. I've never champagne. heard that name champagne in Massachusetts, Kush. Mark. Yeah, Blue Champagne Kush. No, so it's Blue Roots is the brand, and then Champagne Kush. Oh, um, got you. Okay, okay. But still, it's like, still, yeah. it does have like a bitter taste, but I don't, I don't know how to explain it. It was great. Um, so like that was cool, but then there was like the drinks and the topicals, and then my dog was having head tremors because she's a bulldog, and like those are pretty common. And then, and obviously, I was crazy then too. It's like, oh my god, my baby girl. So like taking her to neurologists and vets and stuff, and they're probably like, this woman is crazy. Which, by the way, my vet does think I'm crazy because one time I did call, <laughs> obviously high. I was like, I know this is not possible. It's like that's how I started this call. So she's probably like, oh god. It's like I know this is impossible. But I think my dog has mad cow disease. She was like, why? I was like, I don't know. I just gave her this bone and she's now being crazy. He's like, do you think maybe she just has a tummy ache? And I was like, oh, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Poor poor vet. But I didn't know what to do. But but then they were like, try the the THC drop. So trying to do that. Oh, your vet advised you to do that? Yeah, to try the pet THC drops. Mm. I mean, now I'm thinking about it. Maybe she meant for me. But (laughs) regardless, you know. It, it helped so it was cool to kind of see that and like then there was like the ciders that came out that had thc if you don't want to drink and obviously nothing good happens when you drink so it's like all right maybe i'll try this like thc cider and, mm-hmm. and being out there and just trying all the stuff was cool and now it's now it is kind of uh your lifestyle yeah like so it has, it's not habit forming and it's not addicting but it's better than drinking yes <laughs> what we do every day right? yeah pretty much you know i think it's dope that uh you embraced your at the time boyfriend's uh you know consumption like weed consumption yeah like i don't understand why he was hiding it's like what else yeah. are you hiding joe <laughs> other than i mean I, I, like yeah the opposite of being like oh are you high like could yeah. you could you tell like when he was high before you know no yeah. i had no idea to be honest um mm. and granted prior to that I had my own interesting experiences like two, three years prior with my brother. Yeah. So like that's the only time I've really been around it. Wow. Um, I, mm. I don't know. In college, it wasn't like that. I don't know where I went to college. It wasn't that big of a 
deal. That's I don't crazy. know. Where'd you, go? Where'd you go? So I went to USC and then UNCC, so I transferred over. But oh, that's why, dude. Yeah, like... You, UNC, like North Carolina? Charlotte, yep. Dude, yeah, no, no. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely a drinking school. Right, like, yeah, it was like, we were a uh, voter number one party school, and it turns out, yeah. like, they did it over, like, tickets, and it's like, oh, is it really party school, or is it just trouble? <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, weed wasn't a thing, like, it obviously was a thing, but it wasn't huge. Like, right. You, wa- you watch these crazy movies, and it's like, oh, there's just drugs everywhere in college, like, I'll yeah. be honest. I was looking, couldn't find any. You know? I was like, "Where are these drugs that everyone's talking about? Nowhere to be found." Yeah, I remember my first weekend in college. Like, yo, so how do we get weed? I don't See? know anybody here. Like, what what do we do? Like, I'll do anything at this point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just going to smoke shops, seeing like what drugs are legal. Right. Reading up on like Bizarro and how like two people died last year, but somehow it's still sold at the smoke shop. Yeah. And like, yeah, right? just doing anything. But it's weird because like back then, think about it. Like, would you ever ask about strains and is no, it's like you got no. weed, great. Yeah. It comes out of someone's underwear. It's like great, perfect. Yeah. Here you go. I no got question. forty bucks. What can I get? Yeah, like, What's the THC go. content? Yeah, yeah, like no one cared. And nowadays, it's like, well, what is this? What's the terpenes in this? Yeah. How's this gonna make you feel? Yeah, funny. All right. Well, yo, we we are on time. We are on time. Zoe, we gotta clap it up for you. We really appreciate you sharing your story with us. Definitely um, one of the more interesting ones on how you got into cannabis. You know what I'm saying? I would like to say I'd like to thank all my fans, but also, <laughs> sorry this wasn't as funny as you guys were expecting. We got what? serious. What? No. What? Yeah, we just soaked it all in. Nah, we're good on it. Also, Mr. Mayor, can you please make it start? <laughs> Yo, I'm telling you, man. Ravon's rating is gonna. We gotta go down. get down to who's doing it, bro. I feel like I'm on a Scooby Doo mystery. Like, who's controlling the weather? Speaking of Scooby Doo, you have your pictures everywhere with Scooby Doo. Are you Shaggy? <laughs> Something like it. <laughs> on Sunday, like I was actually shaggy for Halloween last year, yeah, yeah. Um, but naturally, I wear brown and green. But I just love Scooby Doo, and that's how John makes his jokes about me—is me running around with Scooby Doo. It's awful. So welcome to the frat house at Major Blue. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll appreciate Zoe once again, and you guys have just been infused. This frat house has drugs, though. Yeah. <laughs>